Think about what the world talks to us about. A lot of the messages out there is move towards comfort, right? Move towards, yeah. be just, you just want to be okay, you know? But you deserve the best. They always say you deserve the best, but do they encourage you to be the best? No, but like, no. That's the thing. The hidden point. secret is there's going to be a lot of suffering along the way. Not Others with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Brian Miller was on the show before. Check out those episodes. There'll be a link to that in the show notes for this episode. Brian, hey, welcome. Yeah, welcome, Brian. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. We're kind of talking about, you know, the hot thing these days in all facets of life is what's your why? What's your purpose? What's your meaning? What do you do things for? What's your motivation? What inspires you? And you've taken that a step further. Uh, not just what's your why, but what's your compass? A compass gives you a guide, a direction. And I, I like how you've sort of substituted that word. Tell us your thoughts on that. Yeah. And, um, you know, last time I was on, we talked a little bit about, you know, having a process and finding a good mentor and so forth. But the way to find that is you have to dig deep inside yourself, I believe. And, and you need to ask some, maybe some tough questions and something that requires some some time to think about like what's your why like why are you actually doing what you're doing and and related to martial arts you know um sensei hoover mentioned a couple weeks ago he brought the question up to his students and i thought it was a great question because you know sometimes we don't stop and pause and say well why am i here why am i coming here every day you know why am i doing this you know a compass is something that points direction north no matter where you're at, you get lost in the wilderness with the right map, you're going to be able to get yourself back on track. You know, like for me, it's always been my faith in God to kind of from a spiritual sense. But, you know, I, I say for like your your job, your hobby, your martial arts, like, why are you there? Well, what do you get? Why do you continue to do this? You know, it, it can be tied to your gifts and talents, but doesn't always have to be. You know, one of the reasons I think this is such an important topic is because I think so many people are just going through the motions in life, you know, and, and we don't ask, stop and ask ourselves and look inward. What is the reason at the core of your being? Why are you doing this? You know, is it tied to your past that you feel unfulfilled? Is it as simple as you just never got to finish anything serious or accomplish something that you are truly proud of? Are you doing this because you want to prove to your children or wife that you're still not too old to achieve your goals in life? You know, these are some tough questions, but, you know, we don't stop and ask ourselves these things. And then we wonder why, you know, when it's a hard workout or it's a tough day, we wonder like, well, no one, like, no one's going to care if I don't miss this workout. No one's going to care if I don't. But if I'm tied to something more than myself outside of me, maybe it's the people that I'm there. They're going to make me better and I'm going to make them better. Now I have something that's going to drive me to get there and show up every day. There's a different purpose behind what I'm doing. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes it yeah. a lot of sense. And I also think your why, your, your compass, your reason, your core, like you said, inside your motivation can change. It should change. It Correct. needs to change Correct. at different points in your journey, whether, yes. uh, you know, whatever that journey is, whatever we're talking about, whether you're talking about martial arts training or your career or your relationships or your kids, kids grow older. So your motivation for being a good parent or giving them what they need will will change over time. You know, when they're young, you know, your motivation for certain things is different than when they're in their twenties and, and they're on their own and, you know, et cetera. Yeah, but, you know, it's a, it's a good analogy, but listen, let's say, let's say you and, and your wife get married and you're young. I know mm -hmm. Carol and I were very young. I was 21. Carol was 20. And you really don't know a lot about life. Let's face it. And I didn't. Um, and, you know, Carol obviously was a lot smarter than I was in a lot of ways, but 
Um, by 24, we had Nicole, you know, and then later on we had Chelsea and all the stuff that you go through. Here's the point that I think I'm trying to make is that eventually the kids move out of the house. Right. They yep. married good yep. men. Chelsea married Chris and Nicole married Steve. They're on their way. And at the end of the day, Carol and I, after all these years, 46 years of marriage, you know, we just look at each other and go, hey, we still love each other. So the core is there. <laughs> and, you know, the, we're not alone. I mean, and we never stop talking. Uh, we never stop sharing our interests in life. We may be different in a lot of ways, but yet we're the same. And I'm anxious to age with her. And I don't know if that makes any sense. Oh, my gosh. I don't yeah, totally get it. Yeah. I don't want to be alone. I want to be with her. And I never find myself bored. Now, let's look at that in a comparison to the martial arts. It's long term. I mean, when I started, it was long term. Mm -hmm. Just like a marriage. Um, I think I knew more about martial arts than I did about marriage. But it changed the schematics of my brain at a very young age. It gave me confidence. If a good friend came to me at a young age and said, hey, I'm going to give you something that you're never going to forget in life. I would never lose that friend. I would find that friend anywhere in the world if I had to. I found the martial arts as being a friend. Mm -hmm. The harder I trained, the more rewards I got. And so as time went on, that martial arts thing is still my best friend. It makes me better for my wife. It makes me better for my friends. And it makes me better for me. Yep. And all the stuff that I can still do turning 68 in comparison to other people, I'm amazed. My wife keeps saying to me, you beat your body up your whole life. In a way, I did, but in a way, I didn't. And I wouldn't change anything. Um, <laughs> and now I'm able to do inspire and teach and do all this other stuff. And uh, so my fingers are a little crooked. Who cares? But my insides, are still, <laughs> my insides are still strong. So the why has been always there for me in my relationship with my wife as well as the martial arts. I think the hard part is trying to explain that to other people. Mm -hmm. And other people to get that, you know, and you come to that dojo and you hit that place for two hours and you train hard, the outcome, is it going to be the same for them? And I think that's kind of why a lot of people don't make it to black belt. That's why a lot of people don't go all the way in a lot of things because they, the why is not that deep. Correct. Does that make any sense? Yeah. 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 Well, it's kind of neat with Brian and myself though, with you, Tim, is we're both, you know, students of yours from years and years ago. And both of our whys, if I can speak for you, Brian, uh, you know, if you don't mind, it was to get competence yep. and to believe in ourselves. And that yep. was, you know, we were teenagers when we started training with you. And now we're at a different point in our lives. And it's really kind of ironic because we've always been training in some way, shape or form uh, through the years. But at your actual school, we took a little hiatus. And it's funny because we're both back because our whys have changed. We both have that commonality. It's because of our kids. Mm -hmm. We want our kids to now have what we had at that point in those formative years. You and I, Brian, are both more integrated back into the school as a result. And I think it's a neat thing how our kids now are the driving force yeah. for what we do and how we do things. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think that's, that's a, a big piece of where I'm at now. I, I agree with you. You know, um, and then also for me too, lately, it's been um, being able to share, you know, some of the things I've learned over the past 25, 30 years with fighting and competing in different avenues with, with other people and whoever's willing to listen and thinks it's valuable for their own personal journey, you know, and my son included, you know, when I share stuff, I was talking to a couple senseis yesterday after class. And uh, martial arts has, has become a little bit more of cerebral. It's, it's physical, but it's become very cerebral for me anymore. And um, just being able to like pass on 
you know, a lot of things that, that I've learned to my son, but I'm also saying it to him. But if anyone else wants to learn or, or you know, can be helpful in that with them as well. There is a um, part from uh, Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. One of his habits was think win-win. And I think about that. If you can do that with your um, your why, and you can think, okay, it's going to help me. But if I can help others too, it's going to make it so that it's not it's not just all about me either. Now I'm not just making myself better. I'm making other people better too. And I think that's huge. If you can connect your why to beyond yourself, you got a lasting thing there. Well, I think that I mean, ties into what Sensei Hoover said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, when you get a taste of something good, I don't care what it is, you you bite into the the juiciest steak or whatever. Don't you want to share that with somebody else, yeah. somebody that you care about, yeah. or anybody that's willing to listen to you? Hey, you got to try this. You got to check this out. You know, you got to love this. This is good stuff. It's been good for me. It should be good for you too. Yeah. I think, I think the thing is, is that the great thing about your top 10 list and, and one being the martial arts or one being your family or one being just, you know, good relationships with friends. It's an addiction. Let's just face it. We've picked good addictions, guys. You know, the addiction, <laughs> the addiction means that you're so passionate about it that you can't stop thinking about it and you can't stop figuring out how to make it better. And if everybody could find a good addiction like the martial arts or whatever they do, it takes your time up and allows you to become better at everything. Like uh, the martial arts affected me in every way. I started realizing that I remember saying this in one of our first episodes we ever did. The enemy of great is good. Mm-hmm. You know, when people say, yeah, I can get good at it. Well, no, no, no. Be great at it. Be great at it, man. Go all the way and, and jump in, you know, with both feet. And if you're going to do something, do it all the way. You're going to have highs and lows. You're going to get tired. Relationships get tired. Marriage gets tired. But you push through those days, you push through those bad days, and you realize that, again, your passion, your addiction, if you believe enough, you can follow it all the way to the end of the rainbow. And we talk about identifying the problem, and that's the first step to conquering things and becoming successful. That is not to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but that's a problem in the world these days is mediocrity, is being mediocre is acceptable. Honestly, you can look at it in, in one way and say, you know what, it's actually easier because everybody else is okay with just being good. It's all the easier to be great. You'll be set apart because- most people, good is just good enough these days. If you're great, you're going to be set apart on a different level entirely. Yeah, I you're going to stand out. You're going to stand out. And think about what the world talks to us about. A lot of the messages out there is move towards comfort, right? Move towards, yeah. be just, you just want to be okay, you know? But you deserve the best. They always say you deserve the best, but do they encourage you to be the best? No, but like, no. That's the thing. The hidden point. secret is there's going to be a lot of suffering along the way. And I think you guys talked about that before. Yeah. And that's the piece that people, you know, is that going to be, are you going to be able to do that if you don't have a compass? You know, and that's yeah. why I said that, you know, having that sometimes can really help push you in those moments. Like can. The extra rep, that extra workout, you know, that, that time when it's like, I don't know if I feel like going today. You know, it's like that battle in your head. You know, where it's like, you know, no, I, I need to do this because you know what? It's going to make me better. Um, Joe needs me there today because he's going through something. And we're going to push each other today. You know, those kind of thoughts, you know, really can make a difference for you. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. For more on our way of life through the martial arts, subscribe to our podcast. Attack Life, Not Others dot com.
This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.